Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of Matthew. We're in the 20th chapter and today we're going to resume at the 17th verse. And we're also we're going to read the passage from Matthew. Then we're going to look at Mark and look at Luke that also give an account of this particular thing. And each one has details which really help us understand the fullness of all that God wants us to know about this particular moment. Here's what Matthew chapter 20, verse 17 says. As Jesus was about to go up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside by himself. And on the way, he said to them, so you see what's going on. Jesus is about to go to Jerusalem. And it says that he took his disciples aside by themselves. And on the way, he said to them, well, what does that mean? Did he take them aside before they left? Or was it while they were on the way? Well, in a moment, when we go to the Mark passage, we'll have it clarified. That's the reason it's so important to, to read all the details. Okay, But what I want you to see is that he took the 12 aside. And he said something to them. Here's what Jesus said, beginning with verse 18, the Lord himself speaking. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and will hand him over to the Gentiles to mock and scourge and crucify him. And on the third day, he will be raised up. So this is actually the third time that Jesus has said this to them, had told them that he's going to be handed over to the religious rulers mm-hmm. and that he would be killed. Here he's telling them that he's going to be crucified. He's actually letting them know. He's already told them, you know, what's going to happen. Now let's go to Mark, 10th chapter of Mark, beginning with verse 32, says this. They were on the road going up to Jerusalem. So we see here in Mark that they're, they're already on the road. They're traveling to Jerusalem. And Jesus was walking on ahead of them. Okay? So they're on the road. And who is they? Well, it's Jesus. It's the 12. It's other people, too. It would not have just been the 12. There were other people that were with them. Watch what happens. Jesus was walking on ahead of them, and they were amazed. And those who followed were fearful. Amazed about what? Fearful about what? You know, the way that it's written here, Jesus was walking on ahead of them, and they were amazed, and those who followed were fearful. Well, who's following? Well, just in a natural, those <coughs> Jesus is ahead. Everybody else is following, right? They're fearful, but they're amazed. Were they amazed at Jesus' stamina? That he was walking ahead of them, that he was leading them? You know, well, perhaps. Okay, that, that could be the truth. Were they amazed at the Lord himself and, and all that they had been encountering and what had been happening and what was going on with him? Is that what they were amazed about? Well, it could be. It simply says they were amazed and they were fearful. You don't see this in any other gospel. Verse 32 continues. And again, Jesus took the 12 aside and began to tell them what was going to happen to him. So here Mark shows us that they're on the road to Jerusalem. Jesus is leading. He's ahead. People are following. They're amazed. They're fearful. Then Jesus takes the 12 and he takes them aside. Takes So when you see this, take them aside, aside from what? aside from the other people, 
that were also following with them. Now, verse 33 of Mark 10, Jesus says this, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, spit on him, and scourge him, and kill him. And three days later, he will rise again. You see the succinctness and the detail of what Jesus is saying in these accounts, and we've seen two of the three so far. He's telling them point blank, we're going to Jerusalem. This is why we're going to Jerusalem. The Son of Man in Mark is Jesus. That's how he describes himself. That's how Mark described him. And he says, I'm going to be delivered. I'm going to be delivered to the chief priest. I'm going to be delivered to the scribes. They're going to condemn me to death. We saw over in Matthew that they're going to mock him. They're going to scourge him. They're going to crucify him. And Jesus says they're going to condemn me to death, and then they're going to hand me over to the Gentiles so that he's letting them know how the whole thing is going to play out. He says they're going to mock me. They're going to spit on me. They're going to scourge me. They're going to kill me. And three days later, I will rise again. Jesus knew what was going to happen. He told his 12 point blank what was going to happen. They knew, but did they really know? Well, let's look at Luke 18. <laughs> you know, you can know and not know. Luke 18 verse 31 says this, then Jesus took the 12 aside and said to them, behold, we're going up to Jerusalem. And all things which were written through the prophets about the Son of Man will be accomplished. Well, there's a little truth that wasn't in the other two Gospels. Jesus is saying the things that were prophesied in the prophets will be accomplished, all the things. And you say, well, what all things? There's hundreds of prophecies. Psalm 22, Isaiah 53, I mean, just tons and tons of things were fulfilled when the Lord came the first time and went through all this. Jesus continues in verse 32. For he will be handed over to the Gentiles and will be mocked and mistreated and spitted upon. Or spit upon, not spitted upon. <laughs> spit upon. And after they have scourged him, they will kill him. And the third day he will rise again. Now this whole third day thing, well, I've talked a lot about that in times past. This literally means that after three days. Because in another passage, uh, Jesus point blank tells him, uh, the religious rulers, hey, the only sign you're going to get is the sign of Jonah. And it's, and it's in the same way that Jonah was in the belly of the <clears throat> fish three days and three nights. So will the Son of Man be in the belly of the earth three days and three nights. Jesus tells us that point blank, so always keep that in mind. So again, in Luke, we see right here that he tells them the same basic thing we've seen in Matthew and in Mark. But wait, there's more. There's one verse more. Verse 34 of uh, Luke uh, 18 says this, but the disciples understood none of these things. And the meaning of the statement was hidden from them. And they did not comprehend the things that were said. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Note what happened. They heard, okay. They heard what was said. They knew what Jesus said. They heard it and they knew it, but they did not understand it. It says the disciples understood none of these things, nor did they know the meaning of the statement. So they didn't have understanding and they didn't have meaning of the statement. And the statement was hidden from them. 
See, sometimes the Lord will let us know something. The Lord will reveal something to us, but we don't have complete understanding about it. Sometimes we don't know what the meaning of something is, though we know what the is is, okay? but we don't know what the meaning is. And then, and they did not comprehend the things that were said. So they didn't have understanding. They didn't have a meaning of the statement, and they didn't comprehend the things that were said. Now, eventually they would. The reason here is stated that it was hidden from them. Why was it hidden from them? Because the Lord desired to hide it from them. But Jesus spoke the truth to them. They knew these facts. They knew these facts, but they didn't understand it. They knew these facts, but they didn't know what the meaning was. They knew these things, but they didn't comprehend what is being said. And so that's the reason when it all starts to come to fruition that you see the disciples scattering. You know, in my mindset, I want to sit there and say, hey, Jesus just told you all about this. He told you what was going to happen. You're sitting here watching it come to you know, fruition. You're watching it unfold. Why are you fearful? Why are you leaving? Well, they are killing him. I don't blame him for that, right? But you know what? They didn't really comprehend. They didn't understand. They didn't know what the meaning was that Jesus had in the statement. Later on, they would. It in hindsight, great. <laughs> well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, this Go back to Matthew. This is Matthew chapter 20, verses 8, 17 through what? Uh, 19, yeah. Go back and read that. See what the Lord says to you, okay? I'll see you all in the next episode.